Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. We've gone through a few characters during this series for our midweeks where we've seen Mary the mother, sorry, I want to say a different Mary, but we've seen Mary the sister of Lazarus and, 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 Mary, the sister of Lazarus and Martha. We've seen uh, Malchus. We've seen Peter. And now we see another character in the Passion of Our Lord who is maybe a little bit more well-known than Malchus, right? The, the man who had his ear cut off by, by Peter. Barabbas is a more notorious character, though. Barabbas is said to be a robber. Now, Barabbas is actually a very, very interesting guy. He, in his name, there's something very telling. That Barabbas itself literally means son of the father. That in his name, he takes on a sort of counterfeit name to the real name and title that Christ holds as the Son of God. That in Barabbas, we see that he is a robber. He is one who takes, who loots. He is a, he is a, he is a bandit. And in some sense, people have, have seen, or they have, they have, um, they have thought that Barabbas was one of the zealots who was always warring against the Roman authorities, who were trying to reclaim Israel for the Jewish people. And in doing so, he was a, he was a murderer. He, he would rebel against God's, God's established governing authority. And when he would kill, when he would fight, he would also steal. That's usually how, how mercenaries got their pay. But long story short, Barabbas himself is the son of a certain father. He is the son of, of he is the son of the devil. That Christ says that uh, you do not know who Christ is because you listen to your father, who is the father of lies, right? That Barabbas was trying to reclaim some sort of earthly glory for God's people when obviously it had passed because of their judgment when they went into the, into the, into the diaspora, into, into, into the exile, into Babylon and Assyria. He was trying to reclaim something, and maybe he would have thought that he was trying to do it for the glory of his people, when in reality, he was a man who did it for himself, for his own lusts, for his own pride, for his own sinful gain, that you don't become a man like Barabbas just because you want to do, you want to do the right thing. 
that Barabbas was notorious. People knew who he was because he struck fear into their hearts. In fact, the Greek word that, that we have translated as robber is the same group of people that Jesus talks about who attacks the man on his way uh, from uh, the man who gets attacked on the road in the parable of the Good Samaritan. That people like this, they don't just attack you to rob you, they attack you to kill you and take what you have. They attack you to take what you have and leave you for dead. These people are not good people, as we would say. So would it be a shock to any of you for me to say very directly and very clearly that you, you are Barabbas. You are sons of the Father from below. By yourselves, by yourselves, born into this world in sin and trespasses, we are dead in our trespasses and sin, as Paul says. As, as Paul says, um, Paul says um, in Ephesians chapter two, that we cannot necessarily stand in judgment of Barabbas as people who are really any better spiritually by ourselves. That we are blinded by the God of this world, that we are without hope apart from God, that we are corrupted by sin, and sin rebels against God's rule, just like Barabbas did. Sin defies God and lays claim to what is his and tries to take it by force. Sin defies God's authority. Like Isaiah says, we all... We all, like sheep, have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And we do have our own way. It's kind of a saying, right? You go your way, and I'll go mine, right? Some of our ways may be different from others as far as the sin that we like to engage in. For some of us, we like to accumulate wealth when we don't really need to. That kind of amounts to greed on some level. For some of us, we engage in, in, in covetousness by being jealous of what somebody else has to the point maybe of even scheming to try to get it. We have our own way where we engage in drunkenness. There are some who engage in adultery. And all of us, on some level, we engage in idolatry and blasphemy. No one is innocent by themselves. Everyone by themselves is essentially a robber, a bandit, people who like to break in and steal. And you may think to yourself, well, pastor, I don't do these things. I don't steal. I don't kill. Do you covet? Do you blaspheme? Do you take the Lord's name in vain? Do you hold anything above God in terms of your fear, love, and trust? You're an idolater, if that's the case. 
And there are millions of ways for us to be enslaved by sin, that we all have our certain proclivities that we struggle with. By ourselves, we cannot overcome them. By ourselves, we are nothing but dead. So what do we do? What happens to those who sin? What happens to those who engage in sin? What happens to those who are corrupted by sin? The wages of sin is death. That we, like Barabbas, deserve death. That we may not be notorious amongst people because of our sin, like Barabbas was, but God knows. God knows the sins that we commit in thought, word, and deed. And we rightfully, we rightfully deserve nothing but death. So what do we do with this time where we see somebody like Barabbas and we say, yes, he should have died. He should be crucified where Christ was. And we see ourselves. How sweet does it become when you see in this man, in this Barabbas, yourself, only to know that instead of getting death, Instead of getting the just punishments, you're set free through no merit of your own. That God has sent His Son, the true Son of the Father, to die for you. How sweet is it that the Father's will is to place all our sins on Christ? How sweet is it to know that he is our substitute, that the Son of God is traded for the Son of the devil, that we who have gone astray are now brought back back into the fold, that we who were once dead in our trespasses and sins are now alive and children of God. If the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Christ bears witness to the truth of salvation through his blood alone. That through him alone we are saved. By his death we are made clean of our sin. By our, by our baptism, by our baptism, excuse me, by our baptism into the death and the resurrection of Christ, We come forth not as children of wrath anymore, but as children of God, as sons of the Father in heaven. And everyone who is of the truth, as Christ confesses, everyone who is of the truth listens to his voice. By his blood, you are set free. You who once were a a Barabbas, you who once were a son of the devil, are now a son of God. By his blood you are set free, and you are no longer a son of wrath, but you are God's own child.
And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.